Maggie and Perloff from Radio Row is sponsored by Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. Small Batch Big Taste Crunch, a low-carb snack that delivers on bold flavor. Look for them in the snack aisle at your local grocer. It is Maggie and Perloff live here from Radio Row at the Phoenix Convention Center. And Perloff, I know you have been Emmy nominated mm. for many, many years. We're pleased now to be joined by an Emmy winner, oh, okay. uh, Solomon Wilcox, okay. of course, who's an Emmy award-winning broadcaster and is now has his podcast, Believe in Bengals podcast, which is fantastic. He's on Sirius XM, and he's joining us on behalf of Versacell. We'll get to that in just a minute. Vericell, pardon me. Okay, Solomon, thank you so much for joining us. You still make your home in Cincinnati. Yes, I do. Has everyone run that mayor out of town <laughs> who said they were going to beat, called it Burroughs House? Oh, my. Burrowhead. It's almost like he went out and wrote checks that other people have to back up. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever uh, been in that situation? Oh, yeah. One guy's talking trash, but he doesn't have to block Chris Jones, right? <laughs> right. And so, might want to think about it next time. Yeah, and uh, it may be tough for him to win re-election. Is it really? <laughs> I, I mean, is it really that serious, Solomon? Oh, definitely. I'm uh, sure. I don't think it gets that serious. I, I think people uh, have a good sense of humor in Cincinnati. They understand it. However, it's not known to be a town. Of trash talkers like that's <laughs> in Philly, right? That's where, <laughs> I, that's where I'm from. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, oh, they, they yeah. created the art form. For <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them that much credit, Solomon. It'll go right to their heads. Uh, Solomon Wilcox is joining us. Okay, so I have a theory that I think that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are facing more pressure in this Super Bowl than Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and part of it is because. The Chiefs are now chasing something really big here. If anybody is going to get in the conversation with Brady, Mahomes at least has a chance going to his third Super Bowl at the age of 27. Reed's been to now nine either AFC or NFC championship games, four Super Bowls, won one. Who do you think has more pressure? I think because the prize is so much bigger. For instance, to your point, if the Chiefs win this game, we're starting now to have a conversation about a dynastic run. Yep. Um, and how much more can be added throughout the career of one Patrick Mahomes. However, if they lose this game, that conversation mm. dies on the vine. Oh, and then they were just here a couple of years ago and it came away a loser. So people start to color things maybe a little bit differently, even though this is a coach that's cloaked in greatness. Um, he touches the foundation of both organizations, right? They're not here without him. Nope. Right? And so that remains true. However, we are sort of we have a recent bias, you know, so to speak. And so no, I think this game, there's so much more on the line for the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to winning it. Yeah. So the Eagles are not a young team, though. I mean, they could right. lose a lot of guys this offseason. They have some big free agents. It's not as if I know Jalen Hurts is young, yeah. but it's not like they're going to have easy trips back to the Super Bowl. Do you see them as having pressure with Lane Johnson getting older, 32? Jason Kelsey might be done. A lot of the defensive guys could depart in the offseason. I think there's a lot of pressure on the Eagles to take advantage of this opportunity. To take advantage of guys like what you named, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Yep. Uh, they were on that last Super Bowl team, yep. Jason Kelsey. Put it like this, no matter what happens, you don't get the sense that they'll be back for the next one. I get, that's what like, I was telling Maggie, yeah. Yeah, like this could be it for them. And, uh, no, but, and it's a legacy play for those guys too. Yeah. So since when has any Philadelphia Eagle player been able to walk around saying, I'm a two-time Super Bowl winner, in Philly. That, that, I don't know, never. That's never been able to be said. That's what, what's on the line for those guys. Yeah. Solomon Wilcox is our guest. Now, you're here with us on behalf of Macy, which is knee cartilage repair using your own cells. Yeah. We just actually were talking about some of the treatments that maybe Patrick Mahomes could do 
between the AFC Championship game and now the Super Bowl. Solomon, we know there's some funky, cool things, cutting-edge <laughs> things out there. How about his own cells? Well, uh, yeah, that would be – I don't know if, you know, if, if, if Andy Reid and Rick Burkholz, who's a good friend of mine, the trainer. Yeah. This one, this, you know, in terms of what Macy does for cartilage repair for the knee, wouldn't apply to the high ankle sprain for Mahomes. This is just going to be about time – and uh, as many treatments as he can get in. Um, but we saw him recover, I think, miraculously within a week. So how much further can he get back to at least being close to 100% mm. with two weeks of rest? I don't think he'll make it back to 100 but I think he'll be fine. I don't know that this will be a problem unless, unless he tweaks it again. And that can happen very easily with a high ankle. Yeah, have you ever had one, Solomon? Oh, yes, I have. And were you able to play? You're able to play, but you can easily tweak it again. That tweak is almost like the injury of reoccurring all over again. Wow. So what should you we be? You can be lost for the for the contest. For the fans and us watching at home or at the game, whatever. What should we be looking for early on in the game, like the eye test to see whether or not like he's you know good to go? I, I think look at the play calling. Like if they get him out of the pocket on the move, then they feel good. And you know they feel good, yeah. right? Um, if they start chirping at him, get rid of the ball quick, or just everything is designed to be just quick rhythm passing from the pocket, that's telling you the coaching, just by design of the play calling, that they have some concern. So I, I don't think at the beginning, I think he'll be fine. I think a long halftime, mm. body parts can stiffen up with that kind of period of time. That is right? not a reference to Rihanna <laughs> playing at halftime. I want to be very clear about that. Pearl off, <laughs> mind in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> that was not Solomon Wilcox. That was Andrew Perloff. Okay. And Friday it was the Yo Mama jokes, and now Monday you're talking about Rihanna. Okay. Yeah, working blue. Back to Mahomes. So, yeah, because he was limping at the end of the AFC title game. He was noticeably limping where early in the game he looked okay. What about his plant foot when he's throwing as well? I mean, there's a lot that could go wrong here. My question, the Eagles have had a lot of success rushing the passer. Some people, maybe the woman to my right, says that part of that is because their schedule has been easy. You know, look at the quarterbacks they've come through. Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones, they haven't seen anyone like Mahomes. How much credit do you give the Eagles' defensive front, despite the fact that they haven't played a team like KC? I give them a lot of credit. Yeah. This league is not easy. In fact, there are no junior varsities. Mm -hmm. There's no um, weak sisters, mm -hmm. so to speak. I mean, even the Houston Texans are going to make you earn it. They're going to make you fight for it. I mean, it's just simple as that. That's the NFL. If you were to ask me, did the Eagles have a harder way to go to arrive here in Arizona and Phoenix for the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I mean, the AFC is a murderer's row mm. of yeah. teams and stocked with quarterbacks who can ball. But the Eagles have done it in dominant fashion. They didn't play down to the competition. They kept being who and what they are, the bullies of the NFC. No team has had this number of sacks, hit, hurry, and harass the quarterback at this rate since the 85 Chicago Bears. Yeah. And you're not asking who the Bears went through to collect that data, right, to reach those numbers. It doesn't matter. It happened in the NFL. So I give these guys credit. Four guys with double-digit sacks? Mm. Yep. I mean, that's, 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 uh, that gets your attention big time. Solomon Wilcox is joining us on behalf of Macy, M-A-C-I, pronounced Macy. It's knee cartilage repair using your own cells, which is really quite amazing. Uh, okay, want to ask you a, a little bit about the Bengals because you live in Cincinnati and obviously you were a former Bengal. Uh, where do they go from here? 
because they're going to run into the same thing that a lot of teams do, which is paying Joe Burrow now, you know, takes away from depth at other positions. And, you know, they have such a bright future, but it, nothing is guaranteed. Do you see them going trajectory, no doubt, up or maybe a little across or down? How do you see it? No, I, look, I agree with Joe Burrow. As uh, how long is the window for them to win a Super Bowl? He said, the window is my career. Mm. He meant it. Yep. Mm. And you got to know this young man. This guy's a force multiplier now. He did not come in seeking permission to win. He came in just dominating. He came in that second season coming off um, uh, ACL repair, took the team right to the Super Bowl. Just before the start of training camp, he has emergency appendectomy. Yep. Didn't take a snap during training camp. Mm. Come out the first game, seven turnovers in that uh, seven sacks, I should say, um, multiple interceptions. It was a disastrous game for the Bengals. They didn't let it bother them. Um, and they went on to win, what, 10 straight games to finish off the mm. regular season and then get into the postseason. This guy, every single guy believes in him. And if you go back and look at Duke Tobin, um, who is doing the team building here, the NFL Executive of the Year Award winner last year, Look at the moves he makes. Look at the draft picks and their ability to build. That's really what it's about. And as long as you can do that around their quarterback, I think they're going to be knocking at the door. How many are they going to be able to rack up? I, 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 no one can answer that. But you got to be in the dance. you got to have guys like Joe Burrow. As long as you have that, I think you got a shot. Does T. Higgins deserve big-time number one receiver money? There was a report he wants – was the word outrageous sum or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he kind of debunked that a little yeah, bit, but, but he's a good receiver. He, yeah. You know what he's going to do? And I, T is an incredible guy. He's smart. He's a team guy. You can thread the needle. You can do both. He okay. can get his money, and he can also take money in the way that allows them to continue to win. Like, if you're if you're T. Higgins, do you want to keep playing with Joe Burrow mm. for the rest of your career and have a shot at, at this legacy, particularly for your career and your team? They already know the writing on the wall. And these guys, there are people around this league who want to come to Cincinnati for one reason, Joe Burrow. So why would you want to leave? But to play devil's advocate, Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill left Patrick Mahomes. After he had his ring. Uh, Devontae Adams (laughs) left Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have a ring yet. Devontae Adams? uh, Yeah, you know, he had been there. But I will say this, different dynamic. He knew it because look at what's happening now. I believe Mm. that he knew when they signed Aaron Rodgers to that deal was a one-year deal. Mm. Why do you think every every day Mm -hmm. he's already to Aaron, come play with me? So he was not going to sign a long-term deal to stay in Green Bay, knowing that Aaron Rodgers would not be there for more than one season. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, but I think that's partly because Rodgers' own words. He wasn't sure if he was going to retire. And that's or not why. Retire, that's why. You know? yeah, yeah. And I think maybe Adams was like, got maybe a little scared off by that. Hey, I don't want to be the last man standing in Green Bay yeah. when they eventually go to Jordan Love. Anyway, uh, Solomon Wilcox is our guest. He's joining us on behalf of Macy. It's knee cartilage repair using your own cells. Go to maci.com. Macy is where you get all this great information got to ask you about going back to the college days yeah. your proud colorado buffalo oh yeah and absolutely now, in terms of <laughs> using the transfer portal yes. Deion sanders now has like the number one recruiting class mm-hmm. using the portal i mean what are you expecting from year one with Deion? college football has changed hasn't yeah, it yeah, and, and let's again. face it I, I think it's good i think mm-hmm. the reason why i say that and look i'm a traditionalist i get it but if your team is at the bottom for the first time probably since forever in college football history, 
Your team can go from the bottom to one of the more relevant, more significant teams right now because of this thing called free agency in college football through the transfer portal. Isn't that how LSU got Joe Burrow from Ohio State? Wouldn't have ever happened previously. And then you throw the NIO collective. You ever been to Boulder, Colorado? You know it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. And we have have big-time companies there that can put together the kind of uh, budget, the kind of uh, money that you need to go out and get players. This is the reality. It's all above board. It's all legal. And think if your son was a great quarterback. Think if you're you wouldn't you want him to be able to to uh, maximize his opportunities today? That's what Deion Sanders brings wherever he's coaching. We're just fortunate enough he's at the University of Colorado because he's lived it. He's proved it that he can help kids change the trajectory of their lives and instantly begin to impact their families even as they're playing college football. I think it's a win-win proposition. It's funny because. Oh, and I grew up in Colorado was a big national factor. Yeah. And it's been yeah. a while. Younger fans who are listening to us don't know Colorado like oh, that. Yeah. But back yeah. in your – I mean, I think you you joined a pretty bad Colorado team. When right? I got there yeah. – and uh, you know what I told Coach Matt because yeah. Bill McCartney Bill was McCartney, the same yeah. coach. Yeah. We ended up winning a national championship like three years after I left to go to the NFL. I said, Coach, you want to go get some bad dudes? Let's go back to my neighborhood. Let's recruit some of the guys where I grew up. Guarantee you we'll beat uh, Nebraska. We'll beat Oklahoma. They won't flinch going into Lincoln. They won't flinch going into Norman, Oklahoma. He said, all right, Will Cox, I'll let you do it. That's how he talked, right? (laughs) So we go into L.A., which is where I was from, grew up in Compton, California. We go to get an Eric Bieniemy. We go in to get a Darian Hagan, a Dion Figures. Many of the guys over there in Pasadena, a Chad Brown, right? And a lot of great players from Southern California. We started winning. We went and got some from Houston, from Detroit. From Florida. That's what Dion's doing today. Why is it that they're, all the California quarterbacks are playing in the Southeast? Bryce Young, uh, C.J. Stroud, all these great quarterbacks from L.A. have been drawn to the East Coast, and now maybe with USC being dominant. Again. And listen, if you it's look a at, whole country yeah, national, really, is that's right. Yeah. The whole country seems to go into L.A. And, and look at LSU, yeah. look at Georgia, yeah. look at Alabama. They don't have a guy on the sideline handing up, standing and holding up an emoji card. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, it's some cartoon. They yeah. run a real NFL offense. Yeah. Okay. The line and the foot. You have to get in a huddle. You have to work under center. You have to do the things that we do at this level. Mm-hmm. And so that's what kids are looking for. They're looking for those kinds of programs that are going to prepare them for the next level. Mm-hmm. And uh, the SEC is doing it. I would encourage uh, those schools that if you're, if you're challenged to get those players, you really do need to understand that's what players are looking wow. for today. Solomon Wilcox, he's the Emmy winner, of course. And joining us on behalf of Macy, you go to Macy.com. It's knee cartilage repair using your own cells. Is this, I know, can we just do, like, let's go into the future here. We, you know, what else can we build with our own cells? Are we doing knees? Are we doing shoulders? Are we doing, right? Yeah, with Macy, this Macy product, that's what it's doing. It's helping players to get back on the field sooner. It's helping them to come back from cartilage damage where you don't have to um, see your knees degenerate um, to a point that's you reach a point of no return. This can help yeah. stop that degeneration. Mm. It can give you back your vitality, right, using your own sales. So you don't have to worry about getting some kind of match. Um, think about the science that take a piece of your healthy tissue, about the size of a Tic Tac, and they grow it on this collagen membrane, mm. and then they reinsert it after it grows, and it adheres to the healthy tissue and to the bone, 
and now you have that smooth surface wow. that we all want with our knees. If you got any clicking or sticking, hey, and you feel like you got some cartilage uh, damage, go to the website at www.macy.com, M-A-C-I, to find a doctor in your area that will com- uh, perform the procedure. Yeah, you had me at collagen. Uh, yeah. I'll do that. Maybe I might need the knees later, but I'll take the collagen. Yeah, uh, Solomon, thank you so much. Always great to see you, you and really appreciate you this. Good work. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Solomon Wilcott's there. I mean, uh, amazing. And, you know, kind of thinking about more celebrity college football coaches. I mean, Dion has got both, right? He's got the celebrity yeah. and he's got – the you know the acumen it's not just a celebrity but man i don't know I, I, there's nobody like prime though no you think, I know. he's but, a one of one but it's funny before this former players had bombed as coaches i think clyde drexler chris mullen patrick ewing not that they totally bombed but they didn't, hadn't worked out and football there aren't a lot of star players who become college coaches i can't think of any prime is is one of one but that being said it hasn't worked yet i you know he's gotten a lot of talent he's a bit restless We'll see. We'll see. This is a great litmus test because if he can bring all these great players there, then yeah. you're right. But you're not going to find another prime. Remember him as a player? There was nobody like that. No. I mean, and that's why he comes with the gravitas. Like, this is not – I don't know if you can replicate exactly what he's yeah. doing, but I like what Solomon was saying. Like, you know, just he, he shows recruits, like, the dream. Like oh, you could be me more than uh, someone who never played could show them the dream. Really interesting, too, his note about if you're a, a future pro quarterback, you want to go to a place that runs some form of pro style. Definitely. I mean, But that hasn't that. really been the trend because Ohio State doesn't do any of that, and they've had top picks. I know, but that's also yeah. the knock on Ohio, Ohio State exactly. quarterbacks. It's like, I don't know, how are they going to be in the NFL? Yeah. C.J. Stroud, we're looking now. That's a debate. I don't know. Everyone runs some form of a spread, but you're right. I'm thinking of Marcus Mariota and the signs, and things are changing, but I hadn't really considered it. That was really interesting. Uh, thanks to Solomon Wilcott's coming up next. Of course, we got into Aaron Rodgers' crazy day. We have not yet really dived into Tom Brady's <laughs> ridiculous day. Everybody's on one. It's Monday before the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Everyone's getting all weird. Uh, okay, we are across the country on CBS Sports Radio, our amazing affiliates. We are also on Sirius XM. We are also on the free Odyssey app. We are streaming live right now, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. We have these incredible guests. You can watch them with us, but also get involved in the chat. Uh, that was a fun one. The yes. Weedos are in full effect today. Love it. I love that you guys are here with us in Arizona. <laughs> no doubt. Okay, we're back with a lot more. Tom Brady going to work a little lake and bake into the show as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona, right after this. All right, Maggie, do you love spending time at the long grocery checkout lines? Uh, Yeah, I don't think so. Get HelloFresh's chef-created recipes delivered right to your door instead. And you can skip the trip to the grocery store. You can spend more time doing the things you love. HelloFresh now has 40 weekly recipes to choose from. That's more choices than ever before. Say goodbye to your recipe rut and hello to seasonal recipes packed with farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients that make getting dinner on the table easy and enjoyable. You know, your wife is home watching your kids. She could use this now. You don't have to think about dinner. Absolutely. From fit and wholesome to family-friendly and quick and easy, HelloFresh has dishes for your lifestyle and meal preference with options to please even the pickiest eaters like my kids. Yeah, Plus, it doesn't hurt hurt that HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and restaurant takeout for sure. Make eating easy and exciting with America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 65% off plus free shipping with the code SPORTSNEWS65. That's S-P-O-R-T-S. 
N-E-W-S 65 at HelloFresh.com slash SportsNews65. That's SportsNews65 at HelloFresh.com slash SportsNews65. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff coming at you from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. I've already made about, I'd say, nine mistakes where I had the wrong person. and I. Oh, yeah, you did. I, no, no, you have no idea. You just saw the beginning. I dropped... <laughs> I tripped on the escalator and dropped my phone in front of Mike Golick Jr. already. That oh, was, he's like, uh, yeah. What are you, like, Kramer? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm a total mess. There have been so many things that are going wrong. I stupidly volunteered to dress up like Tom Brady, who tweeted out his underwear, which I'm not doing, by the way. I know. You put it out there, and then I, you uh, took it back so quickly. Like, that's not how this works. No, man. no, no. I didn't, even now, I'm putting it out there. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing okay, it. Okay. Well, for people who maybe haven't seen it yet, or if you're just listening to the sound of my voice, you're not watching us on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Tom Brady basically put what the kids call a thirst trap out on social media today, which means you put like <laughs> a really sexy photo of yourself out on the Internet. And generally it's to draw the attention of your ex. So Brady maybe wants to draw the attention of Giselle, but wait, he's, also wait, trying wait, to, wait. he's also trying to sell underwear. <laughs> Tom Brady is, okay, it's a cute idea. Tom Brady is not in high school. He's not trying to get Giselle's attention by putting a picture out there. <laughs> no. He's clear, and Tom Brady, the way his social media works, always about TB12 and, and selling, selling TB12. Right, so now he's selling underwear. So get ready, everyone. This is our life now. Tom Brady doesn't have football to distract him, so now we're just getting a lot of him in a pair of underwear. And if you look at the, underwear. If you look at the trend, the famous one, he was in the bathroom with a pair of boxers. Now he's in tidy white. He's white yeah. in a hotel room <laughs> overlooking the ocean. What's he going to be butt naked in his next one? I don't not know what Tom Brady is doing here. <laughs> we are in uncharted waters when it comes to Brady and his social media presence because that was quite the photo. Yeah, and he's it's funny because – there's, he's drinking like, or he's taking a selfie. So he's like looking in the mirror and <laughs> he's putting his hand like over his, you, what, oh, what? Word, what word am I using here? That's good for terrestrial radio. Junk? Great. He's putting his <laughs> No, actually, I don't know if that's a good word. <laughs> over, as Perloff would say, his junk, which is funny because it's like, oh, now you're getting modest. <laughs> like you're already <laughs> posing in your underwear, you're totally naked except for the underwear, but to cover up that spot, like, oh, all right, now I guess we're, uh, you know, going to try to be modest. He did live with the world's top model for 20 years. He knows years, a thing or two. Or 10 years, rather. Yes, he, he's been around modeling. I think he secretly wanted to be a model. You saw those Uggs ad back in the day. <laughs> and, I mean, he's not hard on the eyes. No. No, listen, I mean, as far as, like, midlife crises go yeah. and, like, we're all going to live this one, like, yeah. with Tom Brady, I mean, you could do worse. <laughs> but this guy is even the goat of a midlife crisis. Like, dude does yeah. not mail it in. Midlife crisis, he just led the league in completions. <laughs> I, I mean, he did happen to retire, but did he? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so now it starts. Uh, because Brady is now on to the media portion of his career and he's working at Fox. Got a little update there, by the way. Looks like he's not going to actually take over in the booth until fall of 2024. So Wait, taking a, what? he's taking a gap year after this year, a little year off. Greg Olson, whew, exhale. You get another year in the booth, and then Brady will take over in 2024. Um, but here he was. Ta so he's not going to be broadcasting this year. So he's not going to be beholden to Fox this year, like going to games. Oh, okay. So you don't mean that he's going to be in the studio. You mean he's not going to be with them at all according to reports today it's not picking up the broadcasting full-time until 2024 so he's what? got an off he's taking a year off i don't get it so here he was today on colin coward's show coward asked him 
Do you think anyone could talk you into coming back? Oh my gosh. I mean, can you tap dance around like any more than that? That's Tom Brady quarterback speak. We've heard that when he gets, I've told you when he gets into that tone and you know it, it's a lie. Much like Russell Wilson. Yeah. When Russell Wilson goes into quarterback talk. So you don't, you don't know what it means one way or the other. I mean, but this can't be what he's going to be like on Fox. Like if, no. if it's this, then like we are all doomed. I don't think he will be. I mean, it wouldn't be entertaining. Tony Romo was the worst. Tony Romo said nothing for his career. That guy gave you nothing in the locker room ever. Yeah. And then he came out like a house on fire. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, CBS was a little, well, anyway. Yeah, we'll see what slightly happens now. Slightly concerned with his performance, according to reports. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I don't understand because Tony Romo at least brings incredible enthusiasm. Okay. Where Brady, that's what you're worried about. Well, yeah, I just, I don't want it to be this milk toast kind of like word salad of nothing, you know? Well, you liked him when he was on the Manning cast. Yeah, he was a little bit more relaxed there, but I'm going to be honest, like, can if you can be relaxed in the booth, I, I don't know. It's like it's not like a natural place where you're sitting around talking with Peyton Manning. Now this is like it's a little more rigid. Yeah. You know, you're following the game, of course, which you don't know what's going to happen, but it's a big TV production. You have to, you know, follow the lead sometimes of the producers and the directors and, you know, if they have a graphic they want to put in, you got to go to the graphic. Well, like, the Tom nuts Brady and bolts of this. Tom Brady doesn't have to do that. Romo doesn't follow any of that stuff. <laughs> well, I know, and they supposedly had an intervention with him. They're not using that word. So there's there's such a it's a weird trajectory to become a great announcer. Chris Collinsworth, good player. Yeah. Never he wasn't a goat candidate. Uh, John Madden, really great coach, turned out to be a Hall of Fame coach. You never ever would have known that. Uh, you look who are the other ones? Uh, Troy Aikman, great quarterback. Yeah. How did you know he was going to be that good? There's really no way to tell until they actually get. I like what you said, because you have to get into the booth and you have to actually do it. There's no way you can just tell. Right. Well, maybe he's going to use this year to like behind the scenes, get really Crap. good at this. Mm, I, I like mean, that. and that would be smart, too. But anyway, the whole bottom line is he goes on coward and it's not a no. And anytime he doesn't come out and definitively say, no, I'm not playing football anymore. It's going to be a story like Tom Brady answers future about, you know, answers question about future and is evasive because that's what that sounded like, evasive. It did, but I, to me, it did not, I did not read that as saying he's coming back. I felt there was some finality in his last retirement, that little video. I'm probably an idiot. I realize that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear, okay, I'm keeping my options open to that one. I heard just, you know what? I'm Tom Brady. I just lie for a living. This is what I do. <laughs> so I might as well continue to do it. I throw touchdown passes. I lie. Um, can I ask you something about the underwear ad? Yeah. As a man, because that's like he's marketing this to men, right? Or right. to women who buy underpants for their husbands, <laughs> I guess. Well. Can my, you look a little more like Tom Brady in this Yeah, week? yeah. <laughs> if my wife expects that effect, then forget it. I'm wondering who the photo's for. Like, that's what I'm wondering. He's, it's You know, we're joking around. It's a thirst trap. You know, it's not. Like, their marriage is over. But. It's just funny to me that, like, is this for men? Is this for women? Is this to show NFL teams he's still in shape? Like, what? who is this for, this, this naked photo? A lot of people theorize that he played till 45 to keep TB12 
in the in the forefront because yeah. he really is a marketer and he really wants TB12 to become this billion dollar idea like Jordan brand yeah. or Tiger Woods off. So I think there are a lot of people think it's TB12 which has always been his legitimate interest. I don't really buy that, but I do think there's some of that to him. He is okay. There's a little bit of a snake oil salesman thing with TB12, yeah. and Tom seems to embrace that. So I think he's genuinely trying to sell TB12. Like that he's now, like he can't put on 10 pounds or 20 pounds. Well, he's a pro athlete. I don't know why well, he would. Well, not anymore. Well, right. I mean, he's retired. Not anymore as of 11 now. days. <laughs> no, you but can put on 10 pounds in 11 days. I once did that on a vacation. <laughs> I always went to Rome for 10 days. And, oh, I put on a good 15. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Tom Brady also is part of that modeling world with Giselle. I think he's going to get totally skinny. I think he's going to be Brad Pitt Skinnier. fight Skinnier. Well, he I, actually, the funny thing about him was he was never super ripped for a football player. No. Even when he was doing fitness, he wasn't doing, he, he always said, I'm about pliability, not muscle building. I don't do curls for girls. I do these weird stretches. So maybe he gets in better shape now, as, aesthetically. Yeah, I honestly... I've seen pictures of him, and this oh, sounds really weird, where <laughs> his body looks better now at 45 than it did at 40 and way better than well, at 25. Well, famous draft combine photo. Yes. You know, where he looks like a, a college senior. But even when he really started getting into this fitness stuff and the avocado ice cream and the not eating strawberries, yeah. he didn't look yoked. <laughs> no, it's the pliability. He wants like a Pilates body. Yes. You know, not a jacked up body. Yes. Like, who's a jacked up quarterback? When I say jacked up quarterback, who comes to mind? I have an answer. Cam Newton. Oh, I mean, his muscles had muscles. Cam yeah. Newton, shirtless, playing water polo. Mike, <laughs> Sampier, when I okay. say jacked-up quarterback, who's the first one that jumps into your mind? Jared Lorenzen, maybe? Wait a minute. Jacked-up, like muscular. <laughs> ja Jared Lorenzen, the guy who fam was famously overweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I think of. I think of Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn was jacked oh, yeah. yeah. Brady Quinn was always so jacked, and everyone said, oh, can you be that muscular and throw the ball? Thank you for the Jared Lorenzo. Sorry, Mike. I didn't, I didn't mean to uh, <laughs> your bookie guess. Do you know what do you know what jacked up means? Yes, yes. I was trying to be funny. It was called sarcasm. <laughs> I thought oh. you were really. I failed it. miserably. Didn't he tragically yeah. pass? Yeah. Um, wow. I gotta bring this up in the chat. <laughs> Jim Will 0803 says it looks like you're broadcasting from a break room. Does it look like we're broadcasting from a break room? We're definitely in the Phoenix Convention Center. I want people to think that we're misrepresenting no, no, ourselves. No. You don't get this light anywhere else except <laughs> Radio Row. It's sort of like you're in outer space. I don't really know how to describe we're it. We're on the moon, guys. It's perfectly sunny outside, and we could not be <laughs> further from the sun. I'm going to get a tan <laughs> from these lights, though. Yeah. Okay. Now what we should do, we should move the wheel into the middle. I'm sorry to get logistical here for the radio audience. Yeah. We need. It's hard to dress up the set. Without got more stuff interfering with all the technical stuff. Yeah, we've got more stuff coming tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I think the I think the issue is I need a tan. I need <laughs> I maybe that should be our goal here for you this week. Get you in the Tom Brady, get you a little bit of a tan, and then we'll get you into the Tom Brady underwear. And then we'll take we'll reenact the photo. Oh. Uh, I think we're having technical problems. <laughs> it's so good though. It's so bad. Let's, let's really show Tom Brady what he's up against. Uh, or no, let's tell him. Let's let's show him what a satisfied customer looks like. <laughs> Andrew Perlow. No, Maggie Gray would be the satisfied customer, and not satisfied like a wife buying Tom Brady underwear. No, satisfied like, laugh. like a co-host <laughs> making their other host look like a fool. Uh, no, you wouldn't look like a fool. Come on, you know. 
It looked it looked right. <laughs> I would have saved that for your birthday, the uh, underwear <laughs> shot. And that sounds lucky me. <laughs> that sounds like oh, I would have sent Maggie an underwear shot for her birthday just to make her laugh. <laughs> not at any. Make, nothing would make me happier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Maggie and Perloff. Uh, Ackerman, I'm assuming, is in the studio, so he just got delighted to another bizarro conversation, as he always does. Um, coming up, Mike Pritchard, who is VEASAN's lead NFL analyst. Of course, you remember him, a great wide receiver, a former first-round draft pick, Atlanta Falcons. will get his thoughts on the big game coming up in just a moment. We are live from Radio Row. No, not a break room. Radio Row at the Phoenix Convention Center here in Arizona. We are streaming on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. And, of course, we are coast-to-coast on all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Don't move. We're back with more in just a moment. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We're live in Phoenix at the Phoenix Convention Center for Radio Row. And if you are following along on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio in our chat, uh, there's a lot of steam behind Perloff reenacting the Tom Brady photo from today. Uh, Brady just in the underwear on Twitter, on his social media. I'm just telling you, you might have to give the people what they want for a long time. Our upcoming guest is giving a very funny look. I'm wondering what he walked <laughs> yeah, what into he here. Before this, he said, you can ask me about anything. And I was like, don't don't tell me that because I'll take advantage of it. Now, Mike Pritchard is here, of course, VSIN NFL lead analyst. And we remember your amazing NFL career, former first-round pick of the Atlanta Falcons. But now you kind of have more of a bit of a betting lean, right. obviously working for VSIN. So, Mike, which way are you? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I got it. I gotta see this. Okay, wait a minute. This is uh, showing Mike Tom Brady (laughs) and his tidy whities on a bed overlooking the ocean. That's not the photo I was thinking of. Like I'm, I'm thinking (laughs) he was standing up or doing something kind of like when he first got drafted. Remember at the combine? Right, right, right. right, right. He was in his shorts, right? Recreation of that, Uh, and his body was going to look similar. I think, right? But (laughs) no, I didn't. I didn't expect that. (laughs) That pose or or that that. uh, Yeah, I didn't. Well, I I mean, you think I can pull it off? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That was a long pause. That, that was like the earth Maybe. stopped rotating for a second before you Maybe. answered that. Oh, Maybe. Oh, wow. That's being generous. <laughs> Overly generous. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike, uh, let's, what's your lean for the game? Mm. Just from the betting angle, which is what you're doing now for VEASAN, I mean, where are you leaning right now? Well, right now I'm leaning towards the Eagles, but uh, people are starting to convince me to take uh, the Chiefs uh, to make yeah. a bet on him. But I do have a bet already in pocket. Uh, with Miles Sanders to win MVP. It was oh, 30, wow. 30 to 1 at oh, the time. Wow. 30 to 1 at the time. has come down, I think it's 20, 22 to 1. Uh, shop around for that. Uh, I also have anytime touchdown for Miles Sanders. I think he's underrated. I think he's been overlooked uh, because of Jalen Hurts and how great he has been. A.J. Brown, uh, uh, just a great name and a great matchup for the Eagles. Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, phenomenal tight end too. And, and then Devontae Smith, I mean, uh, you kind of forget about that prime running back in Miles Sanders. So well, I, I thought just some value there for, with him. Yeah. Now, typically you think of Super Bowl MVP, it's always the quarterback. Right. But I was I was at the Eagles-Niners game, and there is no doubt that the quarterback was not the MVP of that game. Right. I like that. I'm an Eagles fan, full disclosure. Okay. I like that strategy of pounding the run, even if it's not working, to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. Absolutely. I think they're going to have to do that. Um, and that's what that's their DNA. That's what they want to do. Um uh, and they play with six eligibles. And so Jalen Hurts is also a running back at times, yeah. right? Uh, and that's hard to defend. If you can get all of those elements 
uh, working at the same time. I don't know how the Chiefs are going to stop the Eagles that way. You know, it's funny, Mike, because you're a former wide receiver, I wanted to get your thoughts on this while we're talking about the Eagles skill guys. Let's mm -hmm. stay on it. And A.J. Brown, seven catches for 50 yards on 14 targets through two playoff games. Not a lot. No. You know, we were theorizing, like, you know, he was frustrated on the mm -hmm. sideline during the, what was that, the divisional round, right, against the yeah. Giants. What do you see wide receiver to wide receiver? Is there something going on? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that he was frustrated. I mean, anytime a coach has to go up to you and pat you on the back when you're winning and dominating, there's something wrong. I mean, uh, you know, as wide receivers, we always want to make a play. And we want to make a big play. And I think Jalen Hurst overthrew him. Uh, yeah, in which he, he could uh, he was quarter. open. Yeah, and maybe, you know, that settles in well, a little bit. And he gets frustrated by that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, they just have been – crushing their opponents so far uh, in the uh, playoffs. So they haven't had to rely on that aspect of their offense. Well, I saw I foolishly bet over four and a half receptions for A.J. Brown last year. That was a good bet. I think that well, was a good bet. Well, Sirianni fed him two screen passes mm -hmm. in the first drive. Or no, well, I think anyway, two short passes. Right. Then he had two short passes in the next drive. Mm -hmm. Then he dropped. They missed the long pass. Then right. he had two drops in a row. And I actually worried that his – Confidence might be a little shaky. Well, it's not confidence more so than frustration, though, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not you're not forgetting that drop or you're not forgetting for the fact that you're not heavily involved into the offense. Yeah. I mean, um, he's saying all the right things. You know, he got brought to the team to help them get to the Super Bowl and win a championship. Uh, so I, I think he's trying to uplift his own confidence, if you will, yeah. because he just hasn't been instrumental uh, in the game plan. They, but they haven't had to use him. I think they're going to have to in this game, though. You think that they're going to have to pass the ball a lot to win this game? I do. I do. I, I think, mm -hmm. you know, running the football is something that the Eagles uh, can do. They'll establish it. Yeah. Uh, but Patrick's going to score, though. Uh, and to your point, Maggie, about how, you know, they've been running away with these games in the playoffs, it's like if this is a closer game, a more competitive game, then you're going to have to have everybody making plays. And, and I think Patrick Mahomes is that caliber of a player to kind of make this game a close game. Okay, on Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I know he's hurt, right? Uh, obviously, and everybody's hurt. And I know the point. Eagles are the Eagles are <laughs> a great point. pass rush yeah. team. Why does and I just, not just me against Logic? I think a lot of people expect Mahomes to have a big game. Maybe to go over, I, I, even though it's illogical to say that because he's hurt and the, the Eagles are chasing mm -hmm. quarterbacks left and right. But I, I don't know what it is. This is an Eagles fan speaking. <laughs> he's Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he's going to come up with something magical okay. here. Yeah, you said that twice that you're Eagles fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stay here much wait, wait, longer. Gonna, he brings okay. it up every second. I'm going to need my calculator here pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> um, no, you know, he is he is Patrick freaking Mahomes. That's who he is. There you go. Um, and he is incredible. Uh, he really is. I mean, the respect that he has already. He, he's Since he's been a starter, he's been to AFC Conference Championship games, right? Uh, and, and Super Bowls. So, I, I think he can have a whale of a game. I think he can have a, an outstanding football game. But a lot of things have to happen. They have to protect him uh, from that pass rush. Uh, they're going to have to run the ball a little bit in the red zone to help out the, the passing situation score touchdowns. Uh, and then he's going to have to avoid tweaking that ankle. Yeah. You know, and that could happen on any play now. So, Re oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just say related question. Travis Kelsey, mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, he was – how many catches did he have that game? 19 or something? Whatever. <laughs> 14? It seems obvious to me that if you're a defensive coordinator, you take out Kelsey. That's the first thing you do. You can't, though. Is that why he still keeps producing? Yeah, because they move him around. So 
They'll move him at wide receiver. They'll move him at H-back. They'll put him at tight end. Uh, they'll move him in the backfield at times. But then also they'll put him in motion. So if you're a defense, you know, you have to set your defense. You can't, you can't move like an offense moves. Like an offense can shift and, and move and change strength and all that stuff. Uh, as a defense, you're often reacting to that. Uh, so if you start to mess with your defense and, okay, that's my guy, and then that's my guy, and then all of a sudden there's confusion, and then there's a breakdown. Mm -hmm. So the Chiefs are, are very good at creating that scenario and that situation for defenses, and that's why I say you can't stop Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Mike Pritchard is our guest. He's the lead analyst for the NFL for VSIN and obviously former wide receiver. So in terms of props or anything like that, Kelsey overs are probably – you know, those might not be great value. They're taxed. They're going to be really, really high. Yeah. Of course, they know the public loves and knows Kelsey. Right. But in terms of another skill position player, I mean, we're seeing Isaiah Pacheco is obviously a big name, but maybe MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Mm -hmm. Who do you see as good value for uh, Chiefs? Um, I, I think for the Chiefs in particular, Pacheco, uh, what is his, his receiving yards, last time I checked was like 14 and a half, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's climbing, though. Yeah. Because people are starting to pay attention uh, Juju Smith-Schuster might not be healthy enough, right? Yep. He's a great possession receiver uh, for the Chiefs. So where are the Chiefs going to get possessions from and, and some potential big plays? And I think Pacheco could be that, that, that guy. Uh, that's value, too. There's value on it. It's not an inflated number. Valdez-Scantling, he's a big play receiver, I believe. He had a great game in a conference championship, but we don't consistently see that type of game from him. So um, I, I, I would lean heavily, though, on Pacheco. Though. On Pacheco. Yeah. Okay. We have like 30 seconds oh, left. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Over, under, it's really high. I saw it 50 and a half okay. today. You almost have to score every possession there, but still, it's Patrick Mahomes. Well, you, you do, but the Eagles can score, and, and I think Patrick uh, is that great of a player to help the Chiefs score as well. I like the over. You do like the over. Yeah. Okay, so we got a couple little nuggets there. Mike Pritchard, good enough to join us on VSIN's lead NFL analyst. Of course, love watching you play, Mike, too. Thank you. Thanks so much for making time for us here Thanks today. For having me. Absolutely. We're going to have to sprinkle more of our props and yeah. picks. You know, we'll, we'll obviously make our big picks on Friday. Yes, and there's a, the lot showdown. The, there's a lot on the line, and I'm really nervous because I got my own team in it. Am I allowed to pick the Chiefs? Um, I mean, you tell me. Do you want to bet against your own team? So I bet for them, and they won the last game, and there's <laughs> a matter of karma. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I think Mike's leaning that three points is a lot. Coming up next, we got your Cowboys quickie for you. The latest, what you need to know, with Dallas making some major changes on the offensive side. We're back with more Maggie and Perloff from Radio Row in Phoenix right after this.